Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rad Dude Cast. You are catching us mid uh, talk about Anthony's bad butt wiping. So we're just going to finish that <laughs> off real quick. Get get to the bottom of yeah. We are 15 minutes late to the podcast because he had to take a poop, and we're just kind of getting to the bottom of it. Uh, back to and uh, I'm going to set this up with uh, Anthony. Will get us uh, tell us a little bit then Anthony, and then Brendan will then move into his some kind of theory he has, which I'm very excited. Something that's to do with a lake of a lake or water. I don't know. Anthony, what's going on with your butthole? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, let me introduce the podcast because we got some new listeners. I just want to get that shit out of the way. No, we do, we um, do the intro. We do the intro after. No, he's doing it. This he's is going to take right. like eight minutes, probably. Okay. My, I'm a, no, we do the thing brain. now where we, are, we we do the thing now where we record the intro and then Mike puts it in the beginning. We can do that. Whatever, yeah, no, you, whatever you want to do. I'm sorry. Whatever y'all want. Um, <laughs> I'm saying the road. My, my prediction for this is an eight minute conversation. Okay. And I, unstretched. You know what I mean? Right. Just um, so. I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But if you don't know now, you know, um, you know, you know, as always, I'm sure you remember my velvety smooth voice from a Comedy Central half hour special or late show with Stephen Colbert. It is TV's own Anthony DeVito, accompanied by Mr. Viral himself, Mr. YouTube sensation, Greg Stone, and the third microphone. I'm sure you know that lovely voice from Adam Devine's house party and or hearing him on Sirius XM if you get the clean Seth channels. Seth, Seth Myers. Myers. Seth, Myers. Uh, Seth Myers, that's right. He did Seth Myers. But. King of TikTok. King of TikTok. TikTok. Give him give him the crown, usually uh, usually fitted for the tiny heads of Japanese teenagers. Hopefully it could fit on his Midwestern scalp. Um, and, and I think something I yes, coined. Uh, I'm only on TikTok to get my dick rocked. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Um, uh, email us at we don't give a fuck.com.org slash your mother's a bitch at YouTube slash net. Anyway, you EDU, dog. A credit. I, I also just think about it. I love how uh, Eliza one day is going to be like, I want to listen to the episodes right after I was born to see her, how, what my dad was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok, yeah what, I got to find out what TikTok is. I got to find out what Dick Rocket is. Because in the yeah. future, no one knows. And uh, that is not a real email address, by the way. Um, you what? can try. But, Which email uh, address? I missed that. The one I gave out. Repeat it verbatim. I can't. I can't. I can't. There's not even a chance I'll get one of the words right. But uh, if you don't know, we're, uh, you know, three best friends, New York City comedians. And, uh, you know, we just kind of this is uh, like being inside a writer's room. We just roam freely over the airwaves. This is crazy. You know, we could just do a pre-recorded intro like every other podcast. But I like it fresh, man. Like fresh. Sure. Well, I got this new. Th- I mean, we'll get into it, but I got this new theme song that we could do. That we could put. Maybe, maybe we do one of these talkovers with the themes. I'll do us a theme song. Obviously. I mean, we're gonna get into the summer hit. I will not. I don't care if this goes five hours. <laughs> we're here in the summer jam that I recorded last night on this episode. I know that we tend to just get distracted and do whatever we don't want to do. But uh, by God is my witness, we're playing the summer jam on this episode. And I'll say this, you're your only enemy in that department. I have always been my only enemy. (laughs) Nobody's fighting that. And I will say this to the listeners, you're sitting at home, you're going, Greg's an inexperienced musician, my expectations aren't very high. Go ahead, ahead. keep keep them low, because your mind is going to be fucked, because he sent me this thing last, uh, I'm not even going to get into it, but god damn, god damn. Yeah, I'm excited because I've never, I haven't heard it. And I only know, I mean, Greg has a wide swath of work when it comes to beats. So far, late, lately, his his latest um, 
uh, is 90s club music. That's, the, <laughs> that's where Greg is trending right now in beat making. Is he's making a lot of music that you would go, I kind of think he's sampling La Boucher. <laughs> what, 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 what was the name of that band? They wore a lot of La like late, yeah, La Bouche. La Bouche. They wore a lot of like lime green latex clothing. <laughs> yeah. They looked like they could have been in the Matrix, but yeah, you right. know, instead they made music. But um, who so was the uh, yeah? Go ahead, Brenda. Uh, who is the uh, blue blue the blue group the Eiffel sixty six? Yeah, yeah. I don't 66. know what that is. Uh, blue day, boo day, boo day. How'd it go? I'm blue, I don't beat out of mom, I'm out of me, I don't mom, I don't beat out of man. I could write it, do that. I could do one of those. And that's, that's, that's fucked up because I never thought of it, but that song came before Blue Man Group, and that's right. kind of fucked up that they just took a song and made a long running broadway uh extravaganza if i will call it that i i will have to push back on this but i want to hear what greg's going to say first real quick the idea of being blue which is just hitting me now which is crazy <laughs> is if you're blue you're not sad you're dying okay so if someone's saying i'm feeling blue it's like get the man to a hospital it's it's not it's a very understated thing if you're feeling blue you're either hyperthermia you're you're too cold uh, and I just want to say that I don't understand where that could have come from, except for someone dying. Now back to you, Anthony. No, I mean I, I think you're right, man. Uh, they, 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 you know, they had a lot of fun with The Walking Dead, did they not? Eiffel sixty six. Wow. These, these three uh, bachelor Swedes that they were probably. Um, Dude, they got their hand signal, which is like Dan Cook or the Bloods. I don't know. They got like they're doing the two gun thumb thing. Yeah, yeah. They were originally part of Torgasm, but they were dropped because of copyright issues. But um, yes, they yeah they had a lot of fun with uh, the feeling of being blue. It was either you're depressed, you're drowning, or you're at uh, death's door. But these folks saw that and went, "We got a club hit on our hands." Yeah. <laughs> yeah they do look like yeah they do look. Like, oh, let's get back to your butthole, Anthony, because we do know. Oh uh, yeah, but before before we do, I. <laughs> I have to answer Brendan because uh, Brendan did say I um, and I'm not 100 percent sure on the dates, but Blue Man Group had been going on off Broadway. This had been a, and I know you were out there in Cleveland Heights right. with, you know, um, with whatever you guys had going. You guys probably finally got Sunset Boulevard to town. <laughs> um, but in New York, where Greg and I were raised right in the, the doorstep of Manhattan, New Jersey, mm. um, the Blue Man Group had been going off Broadway for years and years and years. And I'll tell you, I know this because we went when I was a young child. And you know how uh, scared, <laughs> scared I was of attention. Um, we came in, as my family normally would, we came in late to the Blue Man Group. And uh -huh. it was in a small theater. When you come in late, the Blue Man Group, they'd like to make a big to-do about whoever came in late. So they, 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 they fancied us a bunch of late birds. A fucking alarm went off. It was a whole thing. And then the next, so everybody looked at us. And I think they booed us because that was like the fun convention of the show. I was so mad at them about right. this whole thing and then at the end of the show it was revealed that uh nypd blue uh fame dennis franz was there the whole time but they made oh, no stink how, about him till the end how embarrassing that must have been to be to be shamed in front of <laughs> dennis franz i could never imagine the, oh. the pain you must have went through <laughs> dennis franz looking at you going how could you be late you'll never be on my tv show yeah i bring this up quite a bit in therapy hollywood opportunity lost lost connection <laughs> severed yeah you know what it's like for me to go home and uh, scratch that off my sheet of lined paper <laughs> hollywood friends will never like me yeah 
adored by Dennis friends. And I had to, I had to put that cross that off in pencil. I love the idea of one day you're, you're in a TV show and Dennis friends is on the show and you're like, Dennis friends. And he goes, Hey, I know you. You were, <laughs> you were fucking late to Blue Man Group. Yeah. I walk. He that walks or me. I walk. No, that wasn't me, Dennis. That wasn't me. No, I respect the theater. That wasn't me. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there like a big hullabaloo when I was a kid? Like, wasn't there a nude scene on NYPD Blue with Dennis yeah, Franz's ass? That's who that was? I didn't know who yeah. Dennis Franz was. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, that's... That's who you're breaking the ass <laughs> barrier on TV with, Dennis yeah. Franz. You couldn't Baywatch couldn't have done this, you know. You're going with Dennis right. Franz for the yeah. ass barrier. Uh, I know why, and it makes sense if you think about it, right? Because they were like, "Look, guys, this is clearly not sexual. Yeah. This is such <laughs> <Yeah>. an ugly <laughs> man. Yeah. No, this is more medical." than it yeah. is anything so clearly, yeah. we can do it with this guy right this is along the lines of a natrio doc yeah this is for science yeah children will not be aware it's an ass so don't worry uh, it's unidentifiable as such uh the medical team here tried to stitch it up when he came on set Maybe that's why they had to do it because, you know, look, I'm not trying to fat shame here, but Franz was a bit obese. And uh, I think that's why they did it. They had to go, look, we got to let you guys know this is a human being and not a porky pig. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you just to like freshen your memory. What's funny is he was 90s fat, which mm. isn't fat. Like I probably weigh more than him. Like you look back at like mm. him and George Costanza and you're like, yeah, these guys aren't that big. But the there, thank you, Mike, for showing <laughs> This <laughs> actually looks better than mine. Yeah, I mean, why did they do that? Did uh, showed his butt on TV, and not only that, not- so he's showering. For those of you listening audio only, look it up. He's showering. It's a clearly established <laughs> shower shot. No need right. for anything else. And they ju- they just do a weird diagonal pan down to show his ass. End of scene. It's no like- shower either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No shower. Look, water everywhere. That's a sweeps weak move. Yeah. We show Franz's butt. We got to get boost the rating somehow. It doesn't make any sense why they did that. I don't even like it doesn't add to the story at all. I know what happened after seeing that. Cause I don't remember. I know what happened. Franz was for years going. I know I'm kind of fat. I got a better butt than I should for how fat I am. And people need to know this. My butt strangely is all right. You gotta see, you gotta show my butt because that thing was a decent ass they showed there. That was it. Yeah, yeah good definition, clean right. of hair, you know. And friends was trying to get that across, and everyone looks at me and goes, and "Thinks I got some kind of sloppy pig ass." But you know, <laughs> it, it, it's actually it's actually a pretty firm, you know. <laughs> I yeah, I wonder too if that was in his contract, and they just agreed right. to it, thinking we're never gonna get to season nine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I'll do nine seasons. You guys show my ass on nine. Episode one. He goes, I I've been waiting. I've been waiting years for this. <laughs> he just runs to my lawyer. Paper. Yeah. <laughs> I so I go ahead. No, no, no. This is something else. Oh, I was just gonna say it's so that's such a funny concept, like how some <laughs> some actresses decide they want a, a, a no nudity clause in their contract. <laughs> so funny to have a nudity clause. Like <laughs> I do the project, but I'm showing my goddamn ass. Like, hey, it's Blue's Clues, man. Well, yeah. I don't give a shit what it is. 
Fran shows his ass. <laughs> if I ever sign up for a TV show, I'll be like, look, if I get four seasons in, you're showing Mushroom Tip. Okay? <laughs> We're breaking boundaries on CBS. You're showing the head of my cock, or I'll sue the pants off of you, uh, Lorne. What's the Chuck Lorre? Because it'd be a sitcom comedy. <laughs> it'd be a CBS sitcom. Yeah. Uh, I often wondered if it was just that they dropped the camera and showed his ass by accident, and then they were just so had no more footage to show that they were like, "We did not cut enough. The only way we're doing this is this half a second of time. We didn't sell enough ad space. We got to show Franzi's ass. We're burning. We're burning union time. We go over. We got to pay so much more. It's that or Franz's ass. Weigh it out, guys. Well, you know what's weird about Franz's ass is that it didn't break any barriers. It's not like you just watch regular television now and they're just showing asses you know what i mean it was yeah. it was one-off there was first no last time yeah first was, and last yeah grand I, opening I, grand closing at, Fran's the time, at the time we thought <laughs> that cool we thought that was going to be opening doors left and right it closed them it closed every goddamn door they said yeah. no asses this no is what ass. you want. This is what you want. Yeah. Then you got it, pal. Show him Frenzy's ass. And yeah. they went, no more. Yeah. Frenzy should have played Super Mario, by the way, just off. I don't know if you guys, people who are listening to this, I would say 99% of people have no idea who we're talking about because he's it's a very random pick from that guy. But he looks like, uh, who was who the other actor who played Super Mario in the Super Mario Brothers? Uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob, yeah, he's got a little Bob Hoskins to him, a little fat, bald mustache. Franz also doesn't sound Italian, but he looks Italian. He, I think he, he is Italian. It's pro- dude, his last Got name is probably like Franz Agioni Goni 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 Goni. <laughs> yeah. He was like, it's, it's Franz, whatever. <laughs> Franz, get the fuck out of my lobster house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be Franz hyphen meatball three ninety nine for meatball. Are you crazy? My mother makes these for free. <laughs> Franz Chicken Cutlet Island. How you doing, folks? Check out my my album is called. Dream occupation available on spot spot all streaming platforms all streaming wherever wherever you get your, wherever you get them where chicken cutlets are sold. Um, so Anthony's oh butthole. yeah yeah You're right my 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 own butthole. Speaking of buttholes, we will be getting to my summer jam. I'm just letting you know we will. Oh, that is happening. Great. Back to Anthony's butthole. So yeah, I'm letting the fans know. And myself. <laughs> so before the podcast, I uh, I was late to the podcast. I was 15 minutes late because I was I was pooping. And then I, when I sat down, uh, I complained about there. There's a prolonged itchiness mm-hmm. that I'll get after post wipe. Doesn't matter how clear the paper is. Doesn't matter how much I've gotten off. There will be buildup. And Brenda described it as a, as a melting. And then um, and uh, I don't want to take the words out of your mouth for the specific description. So, Brendan, uh, have at it. Let them know. What I think is happening, uh, a common man problem, is uh, you're, you're the, the end of the tip of your asshole, if you will, the tip of your inner asshole, mm. it, so it seems to lose strength or something. Mm. And you wipe, you get everything out there. I don't know if the people want to hear this, but you get everything clean down yeah. there. But then as you, you go about your daily business, first of all, the blood, there's always a, a little blood. You know, There's never you, any blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're not, not doing it right, Anthony. Greg. You're, you're not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a majority <laughs> in life, minority yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. All right. real, the, we have a real grammar school situation <laughs> happening here. The, <laughs> 
Call the blood, uh, the blood starts mixing with uh, the the uh, the remnants that are still in your lo- lower asshole, and it creates sort of a, a liquid that kind of you get a little seep, and that's why I've invented man ponds instead of tampons. <laughs> Shove them up your ass, oh. and you go about that. You go about your daily life, no problem. You shove it, mm-hmm. your ass is plugged. Well, can I add another invention to this? And this is what I've been. I think this you is may. my. Big- this is another one of thing. What I do, and I don't have the money to get a real one, but you take like a, you know, like those plastic diet coke things, right? Yeah. You screw on top, right? Yes. You cut the top off, right, and unscrew the screw, and you put that hole that you screw it right in your butthole, so that when you poop, it just comes out, and then you never have to wipe because it's not touching the sides. So it's like this little circular barrier that's that you just keep in your butthole. It kind of keeps your your uh, butt open, like one of those large gauge. Uh, earrings at the goth wear you know what I mean? You just kind of put that in your butthole and then you're just able to just you know slide them on out brendan for five points uh yes question um uh <laughs> enjoy the idea uh, query uh when you said you don't have <laughs> money to afford a real one what a real what Oh, a real like to get the factory going to put these in a match. Oh, sure. I see. Okay, so yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. I, it's I, all DIY. I right. thought you were sort of assuming there is this product existing, but you're <laughs> oh. making your own. Yes, that was a Greg invention original that you know. But I just like it's on such a. It's so far down on my list of things to get done that it's like right. I'm never going to put this into production. You know, like if anyone's listening to this and you want to put the money into making uh, buttholes, uh, butthole things. Um, yeah, I, I, I got distracted too. What, what did he show us? Uh, Mike has pulled up a tin Con- nail guard. Uh, they look more like a pad, and I'm—I don't want a pad. I'm not a pad man. I want it. I want it up there. I want it <laughs> right. shoved up there. Oh, uh, what's a pad? A pad is my underwear. Uh, I want it. I want a plug. Actually, Brennan, to advance my in- invention here, if you put the cap back on the screw hole, you can—that's how you can close your butthole up. This is you know? great. We've so I didn't even think about doing that. I just said keep it open and what falls will fall and you'll be done in the first 10 minutes of your day. But yeah, you put the cap back on there. You're good. You've <laughs> killed two shitty birds with one cut open Coca-Cola bottle. I hope this, again, is the podcast that Eliza decided to jump in on when she turns 18. Yeah, I'll say what this. What my husband do? Because you're dead. You probably, you know, something. You tried to lift too many weights and your brain exploded. And so... <laughs> Your wonderful daughter goes, I still have my dad thousands of hours to listen to. And then she just goes, ah, this, he was a fun, he was the funniest man I ever, I don't even want to insult you. I just no, want no, to she goes, she, she goes, mom, does, does he ask for people to send him naked pictures <laughs> every episode? This was, you were together at this point? <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. yeah, it was cool. It still am. Yeah, you leave them in his grave. Yeah. That kind of had the personality of his own appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I, we should get it. We should get it on paper that I think that when you die, we we celebrate leaving nudes at your grave. I think people should leave nudes at your dead at your tombstone. Get that? I because I love nudes. I love them. I love mm-hmm. to get a nude. I love it. I have permission from Amy. Everyone, I just love nudes. I like because men, women, whoever said I like to see what's under people's clothes. Right. Get to know the real them. Yes. This, if this isn't a fast track to f- Brendan faking his own death, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Great call. Yeah. <laughs> great, great call. Just look staring into 
uh, uh, a casket that looks suspiciously not enough like Brendan. It's <laughs> <laughs> only things only three feet big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can afford the full size for a fake death. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird enough, someone dug up that grave. Yeah, um, <laughs> and all they jacked were the nude. They left the body. They jacked the nudes though. <laughs> Leave the body. Take the nudes. Leave the body. Take the nudes. That's like a rap song. This guy hears music everywhere. He's like August yeah. Rush. Yeah, it's a regular, regular. Everything is art, bro. Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> Amadeus. Uh, I, I, There's something very funny. Uh, we live quite near uh, this beautiful cemetery. It's called uh, It's called uh, Lakeview Cemetery here in Cleveland. Um, uh, John Rockefeller is buried there. Uh, uh, President Garfield is buried there. It's really cool. It's, it's just like yeah. a historic. Yeah, our first beautiful. ever cat president. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a beautiful uh cemetery i actually have a couple of my friends that died young are buried there it's just a beautiful cemetery i'd like to be buried there if they're still selling graves. i told my parents this is what i think they're doing because it's like <clears throat> this thing's been around for forever and they're still selling plots and i think what they do is they monitor a grave and mm -hmm. if if you're not famous after about 200 years if they see no one's been around it's like, okay, resell that one. You know what I mean? Like, that's a flip, yeah. flip that spot. But here's the thing they've got. Uh... Real quick, just to add to that point, that's how they should do graves. Kind of like the uh, folders in your Apple computer or your other computer where it's yeah. like mm. yeah, recently opened f f first, right? Yeah. So it's like if someone hasn't visited in a while, they move that baby to the back after a while. That's for the Russians. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they have um, Alan Freed uh his grave he's a famous uh cleveland disc jockey who's a lot of people consider him sort of a pioneer of rock and roll he was kind of one of the first that's sort of why the rock and roll hall of fame is here because mm -hmm. like uh, he, he sort of was one of the first uh disc jockeys to really play rock and roll music and uh -huh. his grave is shaped it's pretty cool it's like a uh, realistic jukebox it's pretty cool jukebox is pretty cool mm -hmm. but people leave uh people leave guitar picks there all the like it's covered yeah. in guitar picks and every time i see it i'm like no one good has ever left the guitar pick here you know what i mean it's like this what? it's because it, what, what do you think aerosmith is going to alan freed's gray it's just like a guy who play who like likes the guitars like i gotta make the pilgrimage man you it's see, like you see that now until Pamela Anderson leaves some nudes at your grave and you're going to be like, I didn't think it was possible. But I, old Pam, she's going to leave. I kind of, yeah, I kind of think along the lines of Greg with that one because I think a lot of, because you don't know, you know what I mean? Musicians, they always love, as will probably be beloved, yeah. um, they, love, they love the very artistically influential people who acquired no fame. Yeah, <laughs> because not not only does it offer inspiration, but it also offers this like insider factor. You know right. what I mean? Of like, I know Alan Freed, where y'all missed Alan Freed. Yeah. So right. then there's this like ceremonial passing of like the guitar pick. I right. bet there's actually more famous musicians that leave guitar picks than non-famous ones because they were heavily um, influenced by a one Alan Freed, who I thought he got his name. I thought we knew him because he freed the slaves. 
And that's where the yeah, name comes from. They did. Alan Freed the slave. Who knows it? Lincoln, gets, Lincoln really is like the Wozniak. <laughs> Alan Freed is the Wozniak of slavery. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. why they call it Freed the Slaves. Yeah. Right. Abe Lincoln was the Steve Jobs, where he's more the face of slavery. But Alan Freed, God knows when he was born, really was the guy who did most of the work. Sorry, uh, I, I, I mean, now that I think about it, now that I remember back, I did meet. That is where I met Prince. So. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Um, yeah, I did meet Prince at Alan Freed's grave. Yeah, he he was he was leaving a guitar pick, so I stand corrected. Oh, I don't know why I fell for that. <laughs> I really, really was like, yeah, was oh, shit, he met Prince, and then as soon as you said his Freed grave, I, I believe he met Prince. I don't believe he was at the grave. You don't think that would have come up on the podcast already at eleven years? Eight oh, years I have met Prince. Prince. I have met Prince, and just not at Alan Freed's grave. Did you really meet Prince? Now yeah. it's no I've one knows. No, I can't read this. I've, met, I've met Prince. All right, give us the situation. Give us all right. Give us the situation. Okay, so uh, I was at Acme Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. I was opening for Colin Jost, and mm-hmm. uh, Prince was at a show. It's close. Prince no. came to a show and he <laughs> loves it. And he goes, "Y'all want to get some dinner? Y'all want to get some dinner? Whatever. We get some dinner. I said, yeah, we'd love to get dinner." And Colin was busy. Colin didn't want to come, so I said, "I'll go to dinner." And Prince said, "Just me and you go dinner. Oh, that's fine. We go dinner. I got a little. I got a little. I got a little raspberry Corvette. Come on." This is what it's like being friends with me. No, no, because I hate me. I, I, I believe, and I want to believe that story. But my God, the lying is the fun only for the only for the liar. As I'm learning, it's not a lie. He no. said at the restaurant. He said, "I want give us maybe we'll take all your steaks." And they said, "What?" He said, "All the steaks you got in the whole back." So Prince ate all the steaks. He said, "Bring all the steaks out. I don't care." No, we didn't even eat them all. We just had them. He said he didn't want anyone else that night to get a steak. It's so close to could be real. Yeah. So that, that lies the difference between a <laughs> Brendan lie and a Greg lie. Brendan, right away, very calculated, went, Prince lived in Minnesota. I do comedy. Very possible. Colin Joseph's a big name. Maybe he likes him. Came out to Acme Comedy Club. A Greg lie was like, there I am, midnight fight with Prince <laughs> on top of the <laughs> tallest mountain in the country. <laughs> so they're very different. Oh, <laughs> uh, real quick, I do want to let you know that when I die, I'm burying myself with episode 100 of the Rad Dude Cast. That's the only way to hear it. You got to dig me up, get in that casket. That's you can get the CD of episode 100. I still got it. <laughs> if I gonna... die, open casket, you still throw dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so Everyone wanna... should come by with a handful of dirt there. and you throw it on the face. <laughs> in there with me. You said uh, to say, say uh, to, to the Anthony goes the tribute, and then you throw dirt. <laughs> And your mom, who will still be alive, will be there, still talking to you, still asking, <laughs> still just there, doing yeah. whatever with a hundred blenders. I'm so afraid of being buried alive. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm so afraid of being buried alive, which is ridiculous because they embalm me. Like you're dead. If they yeah. bury you, you're dead. But I'm very afraid of it. So I want what they would do in Victorian times, where they mm-hmm. would uh, rig up like a string in the coffin and a bell. Up top, so if I am like they used to do that, and I wonder how many times did just the wind blowing 
cause a coffin to get dug up. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. ding, ding, ding. ah, fuck, Frank's alive. <laughs> I, dig him up. I argue the opposite. How many times do you think Frank was alive and they hear the bell and they went, ah, it's the wind. Yeah. Ah, I'm not checking again. I'm on lunch. It's probably just the wind. And Frank is swallowing words. A floating Frank through their <laughs> their view. Annoyed as hell. Yeah. I had to dig myself out yeah. after 45 days. That's why we installed the bell, people. Yeah. yeah. Why are we doing bells if no one comes? Why are we doing bells? You charge my wife extra for the bell. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. I guess that'll do it on this episode of the Rad Dude Cast. Uh, thanks so much so for, for you to our patreon.com slash Rad Dude Cast. This is the real episode. So we have to do more. All right. So you want to get into the beats, Craig? Sure. Uh, I also want to do a shout out to uh, Matt. I don't know if I should say his lamb. I'll just say Matt S E. Oh, also Brendan Fitzgibbon. Um, I also want to say Bre- uh, one more. It's just because uh, Great Matt, shout out to you. Uh, I hate really to do shout in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, these are smooth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> man, this poor fella, this poor fella, what? Brendan, uh, not you, Brendan. Uh, I'm messing up his name, and I'm. I always, I always get nervous on the air. Oh, David Fitz. <laughs> Brendan Fitzsimmons might be a comedian. Uh, yeah, I always get nervous, and I always get and I say the names wrong. Man, let me tell you about this guy. He messaged me that he loves Aesop Rock, and so now he gets sixty texts in a row without a response. I just, you know, I'm just telling him. I'm just sending him rap lyrics. He, you know, sometimes it's, you, people don't realize what they're signing up for. You know, like, yeah. hey, I'll talk to Greg about this. Yeah, well, now I'm going to message you all the time, and you're it's going to be too much. I become right. too clean. <laughs> um, um, I got to do. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say, man, I, I bet they love it. You know what I mean? I don't love it. Well, that's the thing. It sucks, right? Because our podcast isn't big enough to have an ego to feel like, hey, it's cool for them. Totally. But it's also not small enough that like they we do have fans. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like. I've never been a fan of someone as unsex as unsuccessful as we are. So I don't <laughs> know how to like handle that. You know, like I've, I've never been fans with someone who was down the block. You know so, what I mean? This is a great point there. We're not at a level of fame where there's a disconnect between <laughs> fan and celebrity. It's yeah. more friend to friend. Yeah. You know? and, and, and the best is when genre, get, the best is when you get like, the fan that doesn't quite realize that where they're oh, like, right. holy shit, this guy is just talking to me now. And it's like, yeah, man, like you make more money than me. Like I'm looking for <laughs> advice, you know, like I, yeah. I, I'm looking at your Instagram. This, your life seems pretty good. Like yeah. what's up, dude? You know, like I, I'd like to be friends, you know, but like occasionally you'll get those fans who are like, what dude, I talked to the dude from the red dude cast. And you're like, I'm happy that I talked to a guy from the fire department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wife, I'm like, you know, I, I talked to a toll guy before. I, I always wanted to know what that was like. They get bored in there. Can you be on your phone? It's probably a lot of action. Very short intersections, not intersections, interactions. Um, I would say 99% of the time when someone says, I talked to someone from the Rad Dude cast, the answer is who? That yeah. is 99. No one ever goes, damn, that's cool. It's yeah. always what? A right. po- I don't even know what a podcast is. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, we require a lot of explanation after you mention our name. You know, sure. it's not like you're like Whoopi Goldberg. People go, yes, sure. Whoopi right. Goldberg. You mentioned Greg Stone. You go, 
Okay, here comes a paragraph <laughs> of who that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have to do a shout-out to what Greg was doing. Shout-outs. Of course, I already thanked uh, Matt Moves Mountain. Sent me the coolest onesie uh, with my album on the front and uh, a Rad Ducast logo on the back for the baby. And then uh, Helena sent me a a sent us a very generous gift. Oh, so, very uh, Helena, thank you so much. Uh, I know her. She sent you five, she sent five grand. Uh, it, 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 that re it really it really meant a lot to us, especially meant a lot to Amy. I mean, I, it meant a lot to me, but it didn't surprise me because we, we know how, how generous and uh, uh, awesome of a person you are. But Amy was just blown away that a fan of the podcast, Matt, same thing for you, that a fan of the podcast was like thinking of us in that moment and sent us stuff. So that, that felt really cool. And again, it always reminds me like we have the best fan base. Like I love having a fan base that we don't have to worry about. Like, are we driving people to kill people? Like, are we, do we have to, are we responsible for maniacs? Like, right. Well, we, we are have nice people. Yeah. They're good they're maniacs. Different ways. Yes. You know, like you know, us. Like us. Yeah. I like yeah. to think of them as off people. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but but and, and not in a bad way, like right. you know, as we are. Yes, exactly. Just slightly askew right. um, people, but uh, as should be. You know what people I mean? People who say things weird to the to the hostess at the th not in a sexual way, just because they can. They want to. They and I put your. Well, you want this table over here, and I and I say things like, "That's a weird walk you got. I like it." And yeah, then yeah. I go, that's offensive. And I go, but it's a different kind of thing. And I just like to see different things. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we elicit uh, anger, shock, laughter, confusion. Right. I think that's the, the most pervasive um, reaction to us and the, the fans that we've uh, accrued is just, well, I don't know why you would ever say that. But I have never thought of it that way. <laughs> uh, Amy, Amy said, uh, Amy said, mid labor, mid labor. She goes, are you going to tell every single nurse that comes in cool shoes? And I go, <laughs> they all wear cool shoes. I don't know what's going on in nursing, yeah. but they got fun shoes on. And yes, I am. Until I see one that's not a cool shoe, I am going to say that. And yeah. I would argue, you probably say it to them too, because you know they'll feel bad. They'll be the only person who didn't get a cool shoes comment. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, I am going to say this. Yeah, you're right. And I think this happened. I'm glad you brought this up about cool shoes with nurses. I have noticed this. And I think this happened. This is my theory about because I think porno changed the archetype of what a nurse is so drastically that to counteract that nurses went super drab, super dull, super medical looking. And then mm -hmm. at some point, the that ended. And nurses went, let's fashion it up a little bit. Sure. If you have noticed, the scrubs themselves have gotten a bit more shapely, a bit more designed. And the mm -hmm. shoes, the orthopedic shoes that they wear now are colorful and um, pretty stylish. And they're not orthopedic shoes. They are designed for the they are designed for the lady or man who's on their feet all day long. They used to wear those, yeah, those bulky not, white jammers. Not like corrective, but yes, they are <laughs> comfort based. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my good. Yeah, well, what happened there, and I believe, is because the hospitals used to supply scrubs. Right. And so they were the cheapest ones. But then people, when scrub stores started opening, then it was like Oh, well, how am I going to sell scrubs? Well, we'll make yours a little sexier, right? And then yeah. nurses were like, well, I want the sexy one. And let me tell you something. Uh, scrubs get me so goddamn horny. It is crazy. I know. I salute all nurses. Salute, nurses. I and I guess that's because like, that's that, like, I mean, I don't want to fuck my mom, but I've always found nurses. <laughs> yeah. That, I, your mom just happens to work 
You know, that is, I think it has nothing to do with your mom. I'll go out on a limb and say it. Right. Um, so, if you don't mind, can I tell you what I did last night? Please. Please. I made the greatest summer jam anyone's ever fucking heard. Now, because this thing's going up tomorrow, a lot. I did post it on Instagram, so people probably already heard it. Actually, no one did. It only has three listens. No one's listening to coming to my Instagram for the beats. But I'll tell you, I bought a, um, I had a coffee way too late at night. And then I was like, fuck, I was like, I was up till six in the morning. And I was like, well, I'll just smoke some weed to calm me down. It just made me crazy. And uh, I went extremely into figuring out like garage band i can't do ableton's really hard anyway that's not happening anyway got really into garage band and then i was like looking up like music structure to be like i'm gonna write the fuck i write the song wow. i went in because the whole plan was to write a rap beat so that i could rap over it mm-hmm. by myself and show no one turns Fun. out i ended up making the goddamn summer jam <laughs> and i don't know how to make the lyrics so i'm gonna play you the summer jam and then maybe i looked up rhyme schemes Okay. Maybe, maybe together we can write some lyrics for this thing. And I'd also argue, put it out to the fans. Who, if you guys can write some lyrics for this thing, even if it's like one verse or two verses, winner gets a free month of Patreon. And I'm just going to send you 15 bucks because I don't know how to give you a free month of Patreon. Greatest winner, greatest song lyrics. I'll give you one month of Patreon. Or $15 to spend where you want. I have, an, I have an idea too going forward. This just hit me now. We can talk about it obviously later because it will greatly affect the tier system that we've newly set up in Patreon. Right. <laughs> what, if, what if one of the tiers, what if it's just, uh, man, we make these music videos based on your songs? $100 tier. Uh, so I, I I love Greg's idea. So if you want to remix the song or, or, or put lyrics no. to it, uh, remix the well, song you know, is great. No, the song, I know the song is great, but I'm saying Don't if you wanna, dare take a paintbrush to the Mona Lisa, it up with some lyrics, and you know uh, it's available uh, on Greg's uh, uh, Instagram is where you can get the full song. Uh, I'm gonna put it on Patreon, but for free. So all you gotta, do, I'm gonna put the downloadable link. For free Beautiful. on the Patreon, so you just go there and you can download it. But you don't have to be a subscriber to do it. You could just go there because I know you can download stuff. I, I just know how to make things downloadable on that website. So just go to the Patreon, uh, and then you can download it. And whoever whoever makes the best song, I'm gonna send you 15 bucks. Yeah, um, and that's, that's you can if you want. Cool. You, have, you have to say like, "Hey, yours was perfect, but I want to add my own spin." <laughs> that's fine. You have to compliment me before you tell me. If and it's going to go to everybody, how about you put it on the Twitter? No, no, because I'm going to put it on uh, the <laughs> they Patreon. Can download the, the, yes, so they, they can, can download, download the, the actual song on there, the file there. Right. You can put the download Mike. link on Twitter. We're too close, <laughs> then, Mike, for Christ's sakes. Greg I has love this. Mike idea. is going you hard think, on Greg. No, no. Let me tell we'll you what I was doing there. Let me, let me slap Texas Mike in the face Mike. with a goddamn... Let me tell what I was doing there. What I was doing there... Best Buy will do a thing where they go, hey, we're giving TVs <laughs> money for pretty much for free. It gets them in the store. In when the they're in the store, store, they pick up DVDs, okay? The plan was get them on the website. Maybe a few will stop in get and then drive. Duh. Mike. Mike. I was, you're so proud of this. Sam's Mike, Mike, I, was, I was just Slinger. hoping you would say what the Twitter was so people would go there too. <laughs> we won't. We can't. We cannot. I don't know the Twitter. At the rad dude cast on twitter.com and patreon.com slash yeah follow us on all platforms and god damn it we're mike we're trying to get to the summer jam but follow us at the rad nice. dude cast on all platforms and check out patreon.com slash rad dude cast where the true file will be posted and if you're there 
take a peek around. Maybe take a peek around. Take a look around. Maybe you like something. Grab yeah. something off the shelf. And yeah. Mike, I apologize. I'm not actually mad in any way. I always feel bad when I'm mean to you. I'm not. I'm, 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 <laughs> Well, I, that's what I was about to compliment. You never hear you know, Mike doesn't need to have a pronoun straw to let you know he's from Texas. You know, <laughs> he doesn't need to walk into a room and go, hey, these, ain't, these ain't my, these ain't my uh, eating roosters. They're petting roosters. <laughs> Mike stood there at the OK Corral, which is not in Texas. It's in Arizona. But Mike stood in any saloon with his two guns on his hips. And he said, put it on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on the Twitter, too, for people who just want to. Do that. I, I don't actually. In reality, I don't know how to just put it on the Twitter. I don't know how to break it down. Little <laughs> on the Twitter. Greg, I can't wait. Huh? I can't wait any longer. You guys want to hear the summer jam? Yeah, I've yeah, got to hear the summer so, jam. Anthony, I want you to understand that I was going. I listened to "Shrunk" by Aesop okay. Rock, and I went. That's the kind of beat I want to make. Hard rap. Got it. This is going to be. I'm going to write a song yes. about religion. I had like you know those ideas. Like none of this is going to be funny. This For is sure. going to be. This is going to change the world. And this, I know that feeling. Do you go? What I, and what's the public ready to see a different side of Greg? What's it yeah. called? The, title? the name of the song is it's a subject to change. Card subject is called. Uh, I don't remember. It's called. <laughs> oh, uh, it's called. Uh, now that you're gone, we can party or something. Just because that's the, all I kept hearing in the song. But you don't have to stick to that because I don't care about the name of the song. It was just I just needed something to label the file because I was sick of song fifteen on GarageBand. So this. The title we're not sold on. Whatever you guys want to do lyrically. I'm sold on okay. it. I'm sold on now that you're gone, we can party. And I want to say this to all you boo birds out there. The incorrect use of your uh, instead of the apostrophe your is purposeful. So don't yes. fucking come at us. It's yeah, totally it's on right. purpose. Own the gone. Yeah. yeah. Own. Yeah. Yeah. The gone. Yeah, that's right. like that's the next level shit, bro. Next level shit, bro. Hey, can I also say this about most great summer jams? It's coming out slap dab at the end of January. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you put your order in early for the summer jam. You know, it's like uh, you send them the DVDs to the, to SAG. You know, it's like people got to vote on it. I got to get it out early. Get a summer jam out early for your consideration, the general public. Here's I don't really remember by I think I'm Greg. Yeah, dude. For, also, I'll tell you this. Cheap way to have the best summer jam is to put it in the winter because no one else put out a summer jam yet. Okay, so as of right now, I will be on the top of the charts for summer jams until you know Raekwon puts something out in January or also, June. And I don't know if Raekwon's thing, alive. The thing is, when someone comes at you, Raekwon is alive. But when someone comes at you and goes, uh, "Oh wow, putting out a putting out a summer jam in January," you you, you can go, "Oh, I guess you're just a Northern Hemisphere artist." Uh, I'm. Dual hemisphere, and guess yeah. where it's summertime? Half the goddamn world. So right. that's for them. That's Dude, for them. People put their Christmas. People could put their Christmas lights up in September. I put my summer jams out in January. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the summer season can't come, especially during COVID. Right? Yeah. Summer can't come any faster. I'm gonna get you to the summer earlier. January, whatever this is. Yeah. You for tell me how we're different. Yeah. You for Australia. Me. You tell me. All right. Remember, heavy rap beat. Mm -hmm. This is what we got. Mike, hit the summer jam. Oh, 
hard to hear it. Now. Back up, Sterling. Away. Now, here's the thing. Quick question. Wow. One, very cool. I know we did a couple of comments over the song, which is fine, but do we need them? Because if you don't mind, maybe I want to have I want to have Mike lay the actual track over it because you don't get the full experience through this. Uh the audio is not perfect. But you know, we didn't make a ton of jokes. Or do you want to just leave it in there and, and maybe well, we'll, I'll lay the track at the end? Uh, let me say I, I apologize. Obviously, the comments were me. Uh I was no, feeling- no, no. I felt it. I was feeling as if maybe uh, the listeners wanted our commentary a right. little bit, mostly let of the course. song talk for itself, uh, uh, but but also uh, give our feelings on the matter. And, and they will be able to get the full clean track on the downloads. But if you think Mike should edit me out entirely and just have the track, I understand you're the artist. Well, here's another reason, too. Then people can just uh, they can just do a quick uh, screen record so they can have the full song they don't have to download it i don't know I, it's up to you guys i just think as an artist i'm kind of like christopher nolan you know mm. where it's like i need my film to be shot in uh imax you know right, what i mean sure. i don't Here care about the- a pandemic theaters it- only Theaters only, you know what I mean? Theaters only, you know? Uh, the fact that I had to hear it in such low quality makes me kind of go, man, you guys aren't getting the intricacies. You're not getting where I was going, where I was coming from, what the ideas was. I was painting a picture, you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. So I want to say a no. couple things about the summer jam, right? Sure. Which I did think about. Yes. Very beginning of the summer jam, you hear a you hear yeah. half of the hook. Just a just a trailer to what's coming in the song later. You give them a taste, then you bring it back. It's dude, and I I don't want to wax poetic because I'm this, you know, I'm I'm pretty much a summer jam. Wax, you know? wax. Uh, you know, I'm a platinum guy now, you know. Uh <laughs> songwriting, and that's not great. That's a lot of just bullshit, right? For whatever it is. It's just like storytelling. It really is like when you think about music in this way of like, okay, you're 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 doing something, you're gonna repeat something so that they like people feel like they're connecting, and then also you can't keep them bored. So when you are repeat, you have to add to the layers, you have to add things so people don't keep it's like, oh, this is music is storytelling in this weird, crazy way. And I'm not even high right now. Like it it, it is. Yeah. I'm, you know, as a as a musician now, I see these things that I didn't see before. Can I suggest? Uh, yes. Oh, go ahead, Anthony. I was going to say the best stuff always is even uh, any kind, any kind of design in any sort of form is mm-hmm. at its best storytelling. Yeah. And you, to me, you told me a story, and now that's up to everyone to interpret the story for themselves. Right. What I felt was I was inside a haunted house on a faraway planted planet, wow. uh-huh. going through each level of the haunted house. Wow. A haunted house on another planet, alien yeah. ghosts. Yes, that's how I bring you there. Um, but Brendan, go ahead. I was just gonna say this. I mean, what I felt was I'm going, I'm in this, I'm at a party, things are wild, but then I'm sort of transported. There's these moments where I was transported to a different realm, you mm-hmm. know, and there I don't know what realm I'm on. I'm seeing beings, I'm seeing mm-hmm you know, uh, floating entities and I'm scared, but excited to be there. And all of a sudden, bam, back to the party, mm. back grinding my dick on the lady in front of me, you know, mm-hmm. but then wait, break back to the realm, back to the right. floating, you know, it's like this story that builds and builds. What am I? What, what's real? By the end I go, which is the real realm? Which is the real realm? Now the real realm is because <laughs> that's the thing you yeah. you trick them you say hey look we're changing it it's a different song now and the mind goes <clears throat> where am I it's a different song and then you remind them we're the same song right <laughs> so Brendan sorry and you decide what the actual realm is for yourself and I think yeah. that's what this no, song no, does no, it, it turns consciousness on its head no you <laughs> you don't though because I if there I, is a head. Because I I tried to do that and Greg explicitly told me what the real realm re- was uh, very firmly that it was. Well, <laughs> I was testing, like other level, you know, I'm at other level. It's a different. It's for everyone. Art is art. And let me tell you, if this isn't the biggest sales pitch for the Dead Mouse Masterclass, I don't know what is, <laughs> because that's where all my training came from. That and SOS SOX Beats, my main man. Uh, you got to follow him, of course. Huh? Yeah, he's the best. One and only. Um, he's the best. He, he told me, he was like, well, this is kind of how I do them, right? And he gave me like bars and shit. And then I had to Google bars because I was embarrassed. Uh, but he was he's always there. He's very supportive of my music making. Yeah, he he is. Um, and I and I would say going back to what you were saying about fans, and I like that Brendan was saying things every now and again. I think if if people want to work within the confines of that, that's only going to make it better. You know what I mean? Right, they could right, look right. what Brendan's saying. They could stretch it. They could make it louder. They could uh, make it a part of a sentence. They could do so much with it that I think is fun. Well, I wanted to throw this out there, Greg, and see uh, what you think of this. And and this would actually make less work for Mike. And give the best of both worlds. What if the outro 
for this for today's episode. Now, Mike, you tell me if this too, is too difficult. What if the outro for today's episode was the whole track clean? No talking. Do you think that they're not going to be bored? But I think they're not. Who's going to want to listen to it again? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. We talked explicitly serious. about buttholes for seven minutes. If they got through that, yes. Right. Well, right. My thing is, and this is, look, I hate to be Christopher Nolan, but <laughs> the first time I saw, um, uh, I forgot what movie. Oh, my brother. I may have been my brother who saw the Matrix on the Pirate Bay. And right. it takes away the experience when you're when you're listening, when you're watching through a camcorder, some Hispanic man set up in the back of a Harlem movie theater. You know, it's like you're not getting the full vibe of what the Wachowskis were thinking. And as an artist, I like my art to be presented in clean Apple lossless uh, Apple lossless. That's what it's called. I don't know. But I, don't really care. I don't really care. But uh, yeah, we could put it at the end. It's well, great. Well, uh, uh, what what I was going to say is, uh, you went from uh, just solidly referring to yourself as a platinum artist uh, with the, <laughs> with the hit of the summer to right. going, who's going to want to listen to that again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, this thing has an infinite listenability baby and you know i was just giving a little juice a little juice to say you know this is an audio podcast i don't want them just you know a three minute track right in the middle i want to hit them with a little juice but i, I respect your Wait. your vision i respect your vision and if you think that should be taken out we'll take it out and if it does get taken out let me just say i was adding on a couple of uh like uh you know hype man style yeah to it yeah also too uh, for those just listening and not watching, we were dancing the whole time. Yeah. Whole time. So I think if you're watching, there's some fun dance moves in there. Great, Great dance. dance. I don't want people to miss out on that. A some accompanying moves. I mean, it's too big. I was wondering, like, it's a two minute song. And look, I'm not Timbaland, right? I get it. Close, not, but I think it's enough. <laughs> I think it's two minutes is enough to sit through. Of that, I think people can sit through that for two minutes. I'll be honest, I really yeah. love that song. I love that song, and it's your work. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel a little hurt that I, 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 I'm being edited out. I just threw in a, we couple, keep a couple <laughs> jammers, just a couple jammers. I felt I, I, I backed off the mic. I felt the, I didn't take away. I thought the I argument added. is not to be made that your comments were not great, needed, and they didn't even change the quality of the song. The issue I'm having was Mike playing it through the share isn't good enough. Right. So I want him oh. to lay I want him to lay the actual track on top of it so people can hear the high quality version. I it had nothing to do with you talking. You. Oh, great. If we can get the high quality version going and talk over it, a thousand percent. I would love to do that. It was more just that you, the quality of the song through the share isn't isn't good enough from the experience. I, see. I yeah, no, I want people to be singing and dancing and partying. Yeah, please. It's great. I feel I, feel I would much say, better because I, I was worried I ruined your song for you. No. I, I, I meant the exact opposite. I meant to really no. convey how much I'm feeling it. I would say let's re-record your things <laughs> over the high quality sound. I'm totally good with that, and I can do that. I have the technology. I watched the masterclass. Um. I don't I'm starting to think the masterclass is a pyramid scheme by how often you are uh, trying to get people to sign up for the masterclass. Well, it's not like when they email you, they're like, "It's we actually charge your credit card $10,000, and the only way to get your money back is to get five other people on there. I don't know, man. Oh, they did? I'm starting to feel like that. <laughs> I, dude, I'm loving masterclass. I know it's silly, but I told you what my dad did, right? right. No. So he goes, hey, you want this masterclass 
for Christmas? And I go, well, there goes the surprise. And I was like, uh, sure. And he goes, well, then you got to go online and buy. I didn't bring up Masterclass to him. It was never mentioned of Masterclass. I didn't want anything for Christmas for him because I'm like, I'm doing fine, you know? And he goes, you want Masterclass? I go, sure. And he goes, well, you got to figure out how to buy it. And I went, okay. So then he's like, well, you buy it and then I'll reimburse you, right? So then I go on the website and it goes, buy one, get one free. And he goes, well, I want the free one. And I go, okay. So then I buy it, get the free one, send him the email. And with this, it's like when you send the email, um, you have to use that email. Like you get one email to send. So right. I go, dad, did you sign up for the masterclass is, is really good. And he goes, they asked for my credit card. I didn't want to deal with that. I just deleted the email. So then I had to get on the phone with masterclass for another hour and a half oh, to get send me another email just so I can make him a fake password that I know he'll never open it. So now I'm just going to give that password to friends to be like, Hey, here's my dad's version. Cause he's never going to open this anyway, yeah. even though he uh, demanded having it. That's so funny. He's <laughs> crazy. It's so funny. But yeah. it, it's, it's not even that cr- it's classic dad technology right. interaction Cla- classic right. older technology internet it's not even that crazy it's like just getting my dad to fi- like not they for whatever goddamn insane reason in the world my uh-huh. sister convinced him to get like he has um his he's got this giant tv greg you would love it and he, he has uh Everything is streaming, but it's like now you can get like the streaming cable kind of. So he has all regular channels, but it's all yeah. like through different various streaming services. Right. And like I told my sister, I go, what the fuck are you doing? Why? <laughs> right. would, why would you think that is yeah. an idea that would ever work? That would ever have a, have an iota of hope of working? And he just his TV's according to him wrecked every every week. His TV's wrecked. He calls it the TV's wrecked. You can't watch it. Somebody wrecked the TV. What do you mean somebody? You're the only one that watches that TV. Someone came in your house and wrecked the TV. Yeah. Uh, And he, I mean, he literally tries to call apps on the phone. I love that. That's (laughs) that's great. You You can't reach an app. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you, uh, I want to give you an eyes and update on, because I did get George for Christmas Disney plus. And, uh, so he's been watching Mandalorian. Oh, right. It. Yeah. He texted me today. I go, George, uh, how far are you in the man in Mandalorian? And he wrote back. Let me just give this to you. He wrote his first one was, uh, here's how I, here's how I figure Mando was hidden. He keeps fighting flash. He keeps having flashbacks. What's the attraction to Yoda, baby? <laughs> I know that is. And then his second one is, I go, oh, yeah, how far are you in? Because I didn't want to, like, uh, I didn't want to spoil anything. And he goes, just finished season one. I think this Mando guy is going to help Baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. That was the whole first season. What were you watching, man? He, like, he loves it, but also doesn't get any of it, which I'm like, it's so exciting. I I think Anthony told me to do this. I think I got to start Zoom chatting with him and doing Mandalorian updates. Yeah. how he uh you know episode um uh episode revivals i don't know the word yeah, recap his t- recaps <laughs> also what a what a and i cut off your george impression just then i apologize no. i always look but what a perfect explanation of everything you've ever described to us about george that he would say what's the attraction to baby <laughs> yeah. literally the cutest creature the, the cutest, most helpless creature yeah. that's ever been shown on a television program. And George goes, 
I don't see what I don't see what people like about this thing. <laughs> yeah, like, that, exactly. <laughs> if that level of humanity needs yeah. to be explained, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. also, I just thought he calls it Yoda baby. Yeah. He doesn't call it baby Yoda. He goes, what's this old Yoda baby doing? <laughs> Looking cute. Yeah. I don't see it. <laughs> I like the burn people in episode. <laughs> I like the old. <laughs> I like with the, the fried Jawas. <laughs> yeah, That's dude. We, we've never talked more in my life. We just text about Mandalorian now, and I I love it. And I I I just whatever he wants to take the ball with. I go like if he just if he says shit like he just keeps calling. He goes, yeah, Mando's John Wick with a helmet. I like it. And I'm like, all right, dude. All right. He loves John Wick, by the way. I bought right. him John Wick on DVD. He was never happier. And then I found out that I had already bought him John Wick on DVD for his birthday uh, <laughs> six months earlier. So he has two DVDs. Didn't even tell me. Hasn't opened either. He just watched <laughs> it comes on FX. Or whatever. <laughs> like, they, have that, like, they have like the, the movie zone, wherever the hell he is. It's like some weird movie. Right, channel. right, right of course. Uh, do you guys want to try a couple rhymes or do you have anything well, else? This was what I was thinking because of uh, time constraints. Uh, and I thought I thought we really jammed out on some good stuff today. I really want to get get lay some lyrics down over that bad boy. And I think that might be a Patreon level deal. You know, we're at an hour here because uh, because right. it's not. Listen, Summer Jam. Uh, uh, now that you're gone, we can party. We're not going to come up with the lyrics for that in 10 minutes. We're not going to come up with the lyrics for that in 20 minutes. OK, that's a that's a 45 minute process minimum you know i know that from uh when i met prince uh so <laughs> it's up to you we could do another free one or we, uh, or we could do it on the patreon patreon.com slash red but i think for today i don't think we have the time to really lay down the proper lyrics that song deserves your call um well i'll say this with patreon let's not give them a hard guarantee that's what we're gonna do Right, you don't do that. <laughs> like that. Them up. maybe that's what we'll do because I also want to do this three, you know, three Margarets. You know, I really thought that'd be a fun idea, but uh, well, whatever we're going to do on the Patreon, we'll do. But uh, what I do want to double down on is two things, and you guys tell me if uh, this is too much. One, get us your verses, get us your verses for the summer jam. Also, tell me where to put them because I don't know how to do when you do so- lyrics over songs. I don't understand that. I don't know where the words go. You know, it's just because I'm too much. Do you want a quick? Do you want a quick example? I told I told I told him before the podcast, Anthony. I said the lyrics—they're like little birdies. They're trying to find their nest, right? They know where to go. They know where to go. Mm. You let your brain—you feel the song, and you let. In, and I'll give you a little taste. Um, and this these these are not the summer jam lyrics. These and this is not the summer jam lyric episode. But this is just a little taste of how you feel it, because I, as you know. Uh, I, I was in the lounge crew, a freestyle rap group, uh, for a few years. Uh, so Mike, uh, hit summer jam real quick and I'll, show, I'll just give you an example. Just give you a taste. I also. Is the car start too? Is the car start? Is we're starting the engine. Windows down. Just let, let it get into your head. Let it get into your head. Also, this was supposed to be a hard rap run in Angle Point of Dead Man's Party. Really what it is. Fuck that, 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 that,
suck my dick, you gotta get on it. That's the shit. Mustache, stand in a tickle game. Summer jam, baby, give me brain. Find him, find him. Let the lyrics find him. If you wanna live. I'll tell you what I hear. There's a space magic sound in there. I can't hear it. What am I? In outer space? What are you? Look at your face. It's a great man to make me sick. Get back to that girl because she's sucking my dick. Sucking my dick. Sucking Here we my go. Dick. Oh, this, this is what I heard. Now that's your gun. We're going to bug it out. Now that's your gun. It's too hard to understand you with the music because of the ducking and things. That's why yeah. I gotta get back in studio. Beautiful uh, hook. Right? Like my DJ equipment. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't, yeah. I, I go the opposite of Brennan. Brennan's probably right, man. I just go. Whatever's in my mind, let the song adapt to my words. But that's a different. And if strategy. it does, it does. And that's equally <laughs> never hear a legitimate beat. strategy that we call that. That's that's widely known as the sort of uh, 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 you know half 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 of the guys in Wu Tang go with that method where you're like, is this on the beat? I don't know. Totally. Sounds sounds cool, you know. Right. And that's 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 a widely acceptable strategy. And Greg. Saying you don't know, that's crazy. That hook was done, written, log it, book it. Was it. Hilarious. That's the hook, man. I love Did you like the song though, Anthony? I didn't really I love this. I love the song. Like I said, I really I really felt the vibe that I was going to this uh, haunted house in outer space and I was walking through each floor. And on each floor it presented a different set of ghoul. <laughs> that's what I thought, man. What kind of ghouls? Well, I mean, I just think of green, bald, big ears as a ghoul. Well, a ghoul can be anything, man. A ghoul could be your fear of intimacy. A ghoul can also be Frankenstein's monster. A ghoul could be the drawn wooden spoon from your grandmother's hand. Seems like only out of those three things, Frankenstein's monster can be a ghoul. But <laughs> JFK, no, my brain, bro. <laughs> well, to me, it's not getting a haircut. And then everyone laughs at me at the coffee shop. That's my ghoul. Sure, exactly. Could be the thinner gravity in outer space. Man, I, again, gotta say it, you two are really pushing a wrong definition of ghoul on these people. Lost my gla- left my glasses at the hair salon. That's mm-hmm. a ghoul for me. And I can't <laughs> yep. see for the rest of the day. Might have to use my backup glasses. They don't stay on. They fall off. Yep. What time is it? 9.15? I had to be there by 8.30. Ghoul. Ghoul, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Too uh, much... Red- I, okay. I got a couple more ghouls. Hang on. We got a couple more jewels, ghouls here. Uh, I don't have exact change. Ghoul, right? I don't want to pay <laughs> extra 2%. They've been charging me for using credit card. That's a ghoul to me. And let me, let, me play, let me play the other side of the coin. All right. Well, then I don't know what we're going to do. I'm trying to make a sale. Ghoul. Ghoul. <laughs> ghoul. Right? I went to kiss you on the cheek. You turned to me. We kissed on the lips. Ghoul. You yeah. know, I'm not weird about it, but it's like I didn't want my lips to be wet. It's not a not a homophobic thing. I just didn't want my lips to be wet today. That's a ghoul. Wet lips are a ghoul to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that'll do it. <laughs> but I'm gonna say. I mean, I could we could have went on with the thousands of more. There's so there's this world is full of ghouls. Goddamn um, world. 
or the ghoul. A ghoul to me is ending the episode. I never want to end the episode. Uh, yeah, but we're, that's the 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 ghoul like quality of this podcast is that we're about to do a Patreon one right away. <laughs> Are we? That's a non ghoul today. Uh, all right. Well, well unless we don't, I, but we I should tell people that are listening who aren't on the Patreon about the new Patreon tiers, just in case they were like, ah, I never wanted to sign up for the Patreon because uh, I don't know. I just didn't want to. So now we got some new ass tiers. Uh, yes, so they might entice you a little bit. Yeah. Should I ask? Should I also wanted to bring this up to you? I hate to bring it up on air, but it's like, I'm also like, we're down for feedback. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, I don't sure. want to like. You know, this is what we've been getting told, but sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So, like, we are down for not mean feedback. Uh, no mean feedback. Constructive feedback of like, hey, this is what we I would like or wouldn't like, or yeah, whatever. we're all we're all kind of doing this together, like right. from our. We don't have a marketing team. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, fan wise as well. Like, your input matters as much as our output in some respects. Right. Obviously, you know, don't get wild. But uh, you know, constructive yeah. feedback. <laughs> but you could get a little wild. <laughs> you can have a little fun. But um, but yeah. So just so you guys know, um, I guess we'll maybe we'll make the post on our normal Instagram feed, um, as well. Or should we just do that now while we're talking, also, so people know? I uh, can't say it verbatim, so we'd have to do it in a way that might pull it up. We could read it. Okay, that works. Yeah, so and I'll start off. If if you're in the current five dollar tier, don't worry about you that. You know it, Brandon, off the top of your head, because you messed this up. We're it. done. The start of <laughs> People it. People will kill us. The start of it. I know the start of it. If you're in the current five dollar tier, don't worry about anything unless you want to up because uh, you're going to be grandfathered in. That tier is going to be closed. Okay. Um, and the new five dollar tier will be uh, one bonus episode a week, audio only. Um, the new $10 tier. So if you're in the $10 tier, what that is changing to, and this is largely in response. We wanted to add different types of bonuses. Um, that, nice, so that, this is largely in response to uh, people having a hard time keeping up with the episodes and they want kind of a different type of episode. So uh, the, uh, uh, the $10 tier is now going to be audio and video access to the weekly, the one weekly bonus episode. Uh, we're going to give your name a shout out. You're going to get a custom shout out of some type and you get access to one monthly live event. We're going to be a doing a monthly interactive live event. Uh, the $15 tier uh, is going to be, of course, audio and video of the one weekly bonus episode access to that monthly live event. Um, uh, and then access to one special monthly episode that's going to be a really produced and thought out extravagant episode. So rather than keep kind of cramming down your throat this, this high quality content, we're going to cram down your throat one amazingly ha uh, high quality uh, content Um uh, so it's going to be planned, produced, all of that. Uh, and then you also get uh, a, a shout out, um, which could be in the form of a, a custom Rad Dude Cast nickname, anything of that. You're going to get mentioned on the free episode. Goodbye. No. What oh. the fuck? <laughs> no. I, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast. F go buy a T-shirt if you want and donate to the Patreon. And be sure to check out. Uh, we really want to see your versions of uh, um, Now That You're Gone, We Can Party. So check out, download that file on patreon.com slash raddukast, or we're going to try and get on the Twitter. But we'd love to see you guys 
work with that and we'll play some of them on air if if they're good and here it is the summer jam or we'll say them you could just type us the lyrics and we can say them ourselves if you don't want to record it and here it is the summer jam Hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Eyre, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Eyre, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.